Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Yogurt. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. So, Lone Star, now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? What's that coming out of its nose? Spaceballs? Oh shit, there goes the planet. Cue the theme song! I can't breathe in this thing! Come back, you fat-bearded bitch! How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? So, Lone Star, now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Stupidest combination I ever heard in my life! That's the kind of thing an idiot would have on his luggage! I don't know if the ship can take it. What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? I'm a mog. Half man, half dog. I'm my own best friend. We ain't found shit! Did you see anything? No, sir. I didn't see you playing with your dolls again. Good! And I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. To join Princess Vespa and Prince Valiant in the bonds of holy... Alright. I always got clever things to say at the top of our episodes, so. Do you like space? Do you like balls? Space balls! Eh? 1987. I cannot believe how old this movie is now, but uh, one I was born and raised on, it feels like, from Mel Brooks, written. Well, written by Mel Brooks and a few other uh, folks, Ronnie Graham, Thomas Meehan, but Mel Brooks, as always, directing, writing, producing, starring, gave himself top billing in this one. Don't know about that, folks, but Mr. Brooks. Um, Spaceballs comes in at a uh, relieving 96 minutes. Love these short comedies. Um unless they get in their own way. We'll see about that. Didn't make a huge amount of money in 87 at the box office, but uh, it's got a cult following now, I'd say, to say the least. And even people like George Lucas stood up and paid attention as this was being made, as you can tell by a lot of the sounds uh, and Industrial Light and Magic doing the effects for the movie, and you even get to see the Millennium Falcon in this movie at one point if you looked real close. Did you look real close? It's at the alien scene at the end in the parking lot. I did not notice, no. I didn't notice I've this never either, noticed But I that. read it as trivia, and so it is true. Well, there uh, you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Spaceballs pulled together uh, a young Gerbil Pullman. Um, I don't think he was quite so big at this time. Gerbil? A certainly huge... <laughs> <laughs> other than other than like three I will say about Bill Pullman other than about three lines in this movie he does well he's phoning it in in this one baby he was, pho- <laughs> he was fucking phoning it in he like was coming uh, in hung over <laughs> like, he's not focused barf, barf. <laughs> uh, speaking of barf in. we got John Candy Daphne Zuniga, Joan Rivers' voice, uh, Rick Moranis, Mel Brooks himself, uh, Dick Van Patten gets a little bit in here, Michael Winslow, bing, bing, brrr, sound effects guy. Go watch his video where he plays uh, guitar with his mouth, which is pretty good. Dom DeLuise uh, as Pizza the Hut. Um, and yeah, uh, some other faces you might recognize. Uh, they had some uh, big people lined up to star in this movie, too, that didn't actually make it, but we'll get into some of that a little bit later. Uh, like I said earlier, Spaceballs was something I was uh, I felt like I was raised on because I was a big fan of Star Wars and um, wasn't so much into Star Trek at this time in my life, but definitely knew enough about it to get some of the references. And um, when I watched Spaceballs early, early on, it, um, it struck me... Uh, I would have seen this as like a parody movie before I saw Airplane, and I'm not. This is before Naked Gun, was it not? What? It has to be. It has to be. Yeah, Naked no, it Gun is. is like Naked Gun, I think. I think it's '89, but yeah, we can look uh, it up. '88. Naked Gun one is '88. So, so yeah, so this was the first. This. Holy oh, shit! Wow. 
That yeah, feels so exactly. much newer. I know, doesn't it? It does feel so much newer. Holy shit, yeah. one year separates these two movies. I mean, the lighting is also super bright. Like, this is all dark space, and that one is like a normal, like, you know, baseball and the rest of that shit. So <laughs> maybe uh, maybe that contributes. Maybe. I maybe will. It's not I, the only thing. I, I, will, <laughs> I feel comfortable to say that I definitely like Naked Gun better than this movie. Oh, interesting! Yeah. Shots fired already. Kabam, I'm not, no, I'm not saying anything Colin bad. Saying if, I had to, if I had to pick watching this on our Naked Gun, I could only watch one of them ever again. I would just pick Naked Gun. Oh, interesting! Interesting. That's not well, like a huge I mean, thing. I didn't say it was shit. I just said if I had to pick. No, that's true. That's true. But <laughs> that's yeah, all. I got some things coming up. That's cool. That's cool. Well, um, I would yeah, have so thought I go way back Naked with this Gun movie. was in the nineties, though. Yeah. I, I actually was thinking too that it that it would have been. Um, I've probably seen this movie as many times as I've seen any movie ever. Um, yeah, just because too. it hit me in all the right ways when I was a young person, and um, I love quoting the lines of it. I could probably do seventy percent of this movie, um, do the dialogue from, and 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 like rewrite the script and do all that stuff. That's how much I was into spaceballs and i hadn't seen it in maybe two or three years so very interested to do it under the lens of of hold up what was your guys history with this were you big into it as it came out did you catch it a little I was, later i was this i was the same as you i saw i've seen this movie a gazillion times i know every word of it i could tell you before they say it i yeah i know it all brentos i haven't seen it that many times but i um i got shown this later like i didn't see this when it came out uh my old D and D group. Uh, this was one of the big nerd movies when you were our age, um, and so if you knew this and quoted it, you probably hung around nerds. And I was <laughs> at that time, and they showed me this movie, and that's my fucking history with it. But I, I loved it right when I saw it. I mean, we're dink, all dink, dink, nerds, dink. So. dink, 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 dink. Yeah, I watched this with Ellie this time. Actually, get out of here. See, I I, I told her that uh, it was it was daddy daughter movie night because I was sick and you guys couldn't come over. So, and how was it received from Ellie? Oh, she fucking laughed the whole way through. Really? Ah, see, Uh, absolutely. I was wondering as we watched this movie, like. It's obviously spoofing many many of the sci-fi movies. Um, she would have never it does seen it in a way. Yeah. yeah, she would have never seen it. So would it be funny to someone who's not had that experience? And I'm I'm happy to hear that um, that that she liked yeah. it because there's tons yeah, of dude. silliness and wackiness that you would not have needed. Like you no. might not, she might not have got all the jokes, but there's definitely enough to be like, what? Yeah, and she's seen backwards. Star Wars, and that's like the biggest thing. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. So I feel like a lot of that, but I don't even feel like it's super necessary to tell you the truth. She, like John, I think was alluding to, like there's a lot of stuff in here, a lot of physical gags and a lot of silliness. Um, I was trying to remember before we watched it, I was like, is this appropriate? And I mean, it's got some jokes that are adult, but I don't think anything that's that's terrible for a kid. It's 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 a lot of dick jokes and stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they drop one f bomb, and that's yeah. It. It's so the very, very the end. That it's like right the at, the at the end too. Yeah. So yeah, this movie's pretty, pretty soft. I mean, it's 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 definitely silly, but it yeah. is. Yeah, we got um. This is one of my favorite Rick Moranis roles. Yeah, this performance one really wise. stands we, out. We to say me. we say that every time we watch a movie with Rick Moranis in it. He's like solid. He's His so life good. story is so tragic, or the, the stuff yeah, with his wife, it and, really and, and he stopped acting. And that's some kid punched a him a dynamo. couple years ago in New York, just for fucking shits and giggles. Shits. So that's he, bad. so Rick him Moran. and the guy, him and the guy who plays Colonel Sanders, which I don't know what his name is, but um, I, I'm gonna actually look his name up because he was so oh. good in this. I got the, you. I did look it up yesterday. Actually, as a result, George yeah. Weiner. So George Weiner and um, and uh, Rick Moranis are the only two actors, in my opinion, in this whole movie that that really took it's what they were doing seriously and didn't weren't winking at the camera. They were playing their characters super seriously, and like 
put a lot of thought into it and every line that comes out of their mouths is brilliant and great and like they take the material and they make it sing those two story i could have watched a whole movie just about sanders and dark helmet because like a lot of the other stuff excellent sanders is so additive to this movie or sorry uh fucking what we just said his name uh weiner yeah um George Weiner, this movie isn't isn't as good or as as like no matter how good it is, it's not as good as it is without him. Without him, I a hundred percent agree. He's part of the glue, and and Moranis too as Dark Helmet as part of the glue that keeps this rocking forward. Um, he looks George Weiner looks like Chevy Chase's cousin. Mel Brooks He's such even, a likeness to Chevy Chase. It's I know, and I know Mel Brooks did like everything. Chevy Chase uh, banged uh, what's his name from Arrested Development, the dad. Oh my god, uh, uh, Jeffrey yeah. Tambor. Tambor. Oh my yeah. god, Tamborn. you yeah, are that's if that's the best fucked. description. Yeah, this is their baby, George mm-hmm. Warner. It's there totally go, true. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I thought even, what's her name, Daphne Zonga was like. Not Bad. great in this. I, I've never thought she was good in this. She's like was the most. Te- There's some terrible casting in this, and she is definitely one of those cast members. She couldn't say a line. Every line she says is like a line reading in a fucking room in front of three people. Like there's no. She's not doing nothing with her lines. She's the acting equivalent of Prince Valium. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's, exactly. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I I was surprised by Bill Pullman in this that um, just he phoned it in. He did, he seemed to be phoning it in, or the, he, they were given the direction to play this so silly. I believe it's the direction for him because you know Pullman is capable of a lot. Totally, totally. Um, and the was, thing is, is that like right off the bat, this movie sets me off a little bit with him, and every time I watch it, I go back and forth on it yeah. because um, when he does the barf thing, right when you first meet him, yep. And the way that 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 happens, but then I always like I'm thinking to myself, how else do you do it? But it's, I'm, I'm it's, thinking. It's, I think that they're not given always great dialogue, and then obviously Mel Brooks is like the old style Hollywood comedy, where it's like, don't forget to flip your hat and fucking cigar, um, you know. But I'm yeah. trying to think. When I was watching this, I was trying to think. Bill Pullman's phoning this in, but then I was going, "What is a what is Bill Pullman's best performance? Really, like what was it? Fucking President and Independence Day? Because if that's the his best, that's not good. That's not good either. Zero Zero Effect is is he's pretty good in that as Daryl Zero, as the Private Eye guy. He's okay in that, but I feel like he's not great. He's never been great, and in this one, he did phone it in. He was just like, "Fuck it." Even Mel Brooks feels like he's phoning in yogurt and the president, like, like it's, nobody. Yeah, it's got this weird. Yeah, parodying the acting as well as the characters, maybe. Like the one well, time I laughed loudest at Pullman was when he was like, "We're gonna go in and we're gonna do all this stuff," and he's like, "I just don't know how we're gonna do it." And then his aloofness or whatever made me laugh. Out he loud. had three moments that he he did good line a good line where he did something with it that was interesting. He had three big laugh Jesus moments. Jesus, Colin, you're right. I don't know if there's fucking much that he's doing. Like, <laughs> do you know why? It's because when I think about fucking Pullman, you know who I'm really thinking about. It's the other Bill. I always get them fucking confused. Paxton. Paxton, yeah. Paxton. yeah. Who is Grace? He's Who's better. Because he's like, he's big love, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, big love. He was yeah, a, okay. Because when you said he, what's he done that's good, my first thought was big love. And then I was like, <laughs> I gotta fact check that. I think that's the other bill. I think it's the other bill, and it is. Bill Parman's yeah. just not a great actor, and in this one, he came in with like no enthusiasm. And then, I mean, and he might have been, been he might have been doing his best. Mel Brooks. I think might, it was Brooks. I think he might it was have Brooks's been. direction. We didn't even talk about John Candy yet, and I think John Candy does not phone it in. No, uh, Barf is Barf is pretty good, but Barf also overdoes it in a few scenes. Like he's such a sidekick, and like some of his jokes go on, like praying to God, doing this, doing that. Like some of that stuff doesn't doesn't play off with him super well. Um, but I do like the Mog as a character. Um, 
it took. I just, I, I was, just personally wouldn't besmirch John Candy's great name. No, uh, but you feel free to continue. No, John's that, not wrong. I don't think it's John Candy's <laughs> fault. Just though. kidding. I don't think it's John Candy's <laughs> fault. Again, I think he was given very little and was probably ad libbing a bunch, trying to do something well, with this character. The, Mel Brooks is. I've been thinking back to Blazing Saddles and the Robin Hood thing and um, some other Mel Brooks stuff. He's honestly, like, no, I, like, I hate to say it, but he's just not a good writer. Mel Brooks has never been a great writer. He's just, it, it's a lot of Jewish jokes. It's like every, like every, every third joke is a joke somehow about Jewish people. Like the, well, the, the Schwartz Druish. and Druish, yeah. Jewish princess and then, She's the the father is so Jewish about like hey got the deal on the car, and like the Mercedes, all of this like everybody's there's a lot of Jewish people in the movie. It, it's just it's 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 his sense of humor, but like is that does it hold up in 2023? Those because I don't think those jokes do anymore. They're Though, there, that, but they just didn't. None of them made me laugh out loud. Um, it, this time around it's Th- almost like old racism like, again making fun of old jewish racism which has changed there so one, much like bagels and one, locks <laughs> whatever it's just like what <laughs> one thing i had not noticed maybe i did but it but it flew over the combing the desert scene right so they're asking the guy what are you finding they're combing the desert with a comb and then the third group of guys they have the hair pick and they're two black guys and yeah, it's like we yeah, ain't found pick. shit and I'm like I didn't get that that was a, a, a black person joke I, I oh. never did that either that's the first time when John pointed it out I never got the joke with the hair pick till John said yeah because oh, the black hilarious. people use the hair I just hair thought picks. they were pissed because they were combing the desert with combs and that's obviously stupid and so the guy was like we ain't found shit because we're not going to and his was "Uh smaller too but it's not it was it was definitely heightened familiarity with black culture led me to understand that at a much earlier age i'm proud to say yeah i didn't get it told like i didn't get it told yesterday i I listened to hip-hop i don't know (laughs) maybe um so so that that some of that stuff being said some of the some of the stuff still hit me like right in the feels like um like ludicrous speed is all fine but it's when they stop the whole thing and he goes flying into the control panel i just i cannot stop laughing at that shit me and john we round it we were around it like three times it is the best we even saw the wires you could spot the wires the third time and it doesn't it doesn't even matter that you could see the wires that, Rick Moranis getting up from that. Oh my Holy god! Holy Christ! It's I'm so Ellie great. and I too, man. We were <laughs> Ellie and I were both fucking like laughing our butts off, man. That's yeah. Oh, hi. How are did, you? Did, well, let's take a five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did Did Ellie laugh at the asshole stuff where he said, "Keep firing, assholes." Yeah, but she's she gets with the swearing. I think she's kind of like. Like well, but then when he goes, to, yeah, when he goes, the, keep firing assholes, and I, I love that line. Me the too. Way that jokes built up. Yep. Um. So I was laughing, and I mean, I think that's permission. So she was laughing yeah. after as well. But see, that's that's the second joke that always gets me. Like, but I'm surrounded by a bunch of assholes. He's my cousin. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, even that guy's line with the cross-eyed, I can't, I can't help myself. Um, yeah. I'll There's think a of bunch one of the of other extras. funny moments. Um, but but I was like, I, I was scared when we were getting into this that it was only going to be like a couple of moments that really really hit home with me. And unfortunately, that that's kind of what happened. Like some of the stuff just like um, Pizza the Hut is kind of funny as a spoof, but then the duties with is a spoof of Max Headroom, and people wouldn't get that these days. Is that who little, the fuck he was? Yeah, or is like a I mocking think that's of who he him. was supposed to be. I'm I'm 99 sure that that's oh because Max um, Headroom wasn't a robot he was just a guy trapped in a on TV. a screen yeah so I don't know but the guy kept like turning his head to the side which which was a Max Headroom thing um, uh, I just thought that was robot shit that's weird because Ellie said too who's he supposed to be because like you yeah. know Chewbacca and fucking Han and uh, Pizza the Hut and then that guy I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I yeah. think he's just a different guy. 
Yeah, no, I just I just confirmed. Yeah, looking looking on the net here, Rudy DeLuca played him, and he's a personality for Max Hedrum. And I'm like, that's whatever. And like, you know, the, the the snotty guy, snotty wasn't that funny with Locke Lomond. Like, that's his one little joke. And I was like, huh, that's like pleasant, I guess. Yeah. Um. It, yeah, it, I don't know. Like, all the best. I, I was kind of disappointed. All the all the best bits are on the bridge with with Sanders and and uh, helmet, and then when they turn in the Mega Maid, for some reason the special effects in this for some of it looked really good. I thought for a comedy, it's fucking, who did you it's, say it was, John? It was um, Industrial Light and Magic from yeah, and because it was fucking miniatures, and miniatures are great. Yeah, yeah, like the like ship mi- on the opening. First of all, the ship on the opening, I remembered that being way longer than it was. It actually Me too. By, I thought so too. And oh, then Ellie commented, she goes, she goes, that ship was really long. Yeah. And I, okay. I, it's funny that we've all seen it and we were like, I thought it was longer. Yeah. Like we were expecting more joke. But it looked yeah, so we were. good. The level of detail, like everything looked perfect with that. It, it's, of course, when the things are moving more on the screen, um, like as an example, when that big ship is leaving the desert after they get the princess, uh, and it flies away, that like looked like garbage. Um, but but in other scenes, when it's just the thing moving along slowly, panning in front of the camera, I was like, hey, good good for them for getting that done. Um, they, they took some attention to build the right models and mega mega made. Uh, it's a bit misogynistic. Um, yeah, I'd say. You know, <laughs> but funny. I, that's Just the other thing that bit. was crazy too. Mega Maid was like, like the, I thought that there is so many times well, that the special Minute effects Maid huge in the eighties. Minute Maid's that, orange that, juice, though, isn't it? Wasn't there a service, a maid service? Oh, oh. Mega Maid, the, but the, the Minute Maids or something. maybe I'm fucking out to lunch here. I, but so, anyways, I was barely the, a fucking kid in the eighties. The special <laughs> effects, though, in this movie sometimes like were the best thing. Like I couldn't believe the Mega Maid special effects. That all looked super real. Like the transforming of it and shit, and as and as funny as it's supposed to be and stuff. I was just more impressed by the special effects. I was like, "Holy shit! How does this look so good?" <laughs> like in 1987, yeah. like these guys invested some money, and some of the sets looked really good. There are some sets that were shit or whatever, and like some of the gunplay, I really enjoyed. I wasn't really enjoying the the laser beam fights until he took the thing off the wall and the bullets went inside and shot them back and stuff and it got too silly. But I, I, I kind of thought that was funny, but yeah, I, I uh, get where you're coming from. I like before that. I think they should have kept That's the tone where it of the gunplay. Too play. silly for you? Yes, I think. <laughs> Colin like, shot uh, a gun today, and now he thinks he's the fucking uh, Rambo. Well, no, it was. You I watched it. That. I watched you it last can't do night. Tubes. I learned about it. No, I watched it last night. What I'm saying is, is, <laughs> is that it added an intensity to the movie that, and then they then they made it silly, and I was like, oh, now the intensity's gone. Like there is something that I thought that that was interesting that it added to the movie. Though I do love the stunt doubles joke, and the reason why is it's always you can always tell it's so not them when they jump through, and I I love that they did that because you're calling yeah. that out and you're like, oh my god, that wasn't them. Those are those are stunt people or whatever, and then then the joke hits. So I always love that they do that. <laughs> Well, and that joke has an extra beautiful little punch on it by making her character, the princess's stunt double, this yeah. this weird little fucking Oliver Peck looking dude with a yeah. gross mustache. With the Hitler mustache. Smoking a cigar. Yeah. He's smoking a cigar. He's smoking a cigar. <laughs> That's so When he was doing the too. stunts. So there, there are jokes like that, like John said, where you'd have this, you kind of get a, it would get a little boring or you get a little... Not it's you're not enjoying it. Then you'd have one of those hits come, um, yeah, and yeah. that was definitely one of the hits for sure. <laughs> oh, I re- I remember the other scene that always gets me is when uh, Darth Helmet is coming at Lone Star with his lightsaber, and Lone Star just holds his head while while uh, Darth he Helmet swings, <laughs> swinging back and forth. I'm like, that's fucking that's classic. Their fight's yeah. good. Like that's another one of the moments that there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff in there, and it looks good too. The lightsaber stuff looked good. <laughs> yeah, they like went yeah, for that. I feel like the special effects person took his job as seriously as Moranis and Wayner did. Like there's like three yep. people who took this movie seriously. Those were the three. 
Everybody else was like, ah, there might whatever. Have... Ah, I'm silly. I'm a crazy I mean, guy. <laughs> George Weiner does so much, right, with his role. And like, but I don't know if it's because he was directed to do it or if he had it and Mel Brooks focused on it. Yeah. But like the little things, like when he's looking away as Darth Helmet is, or Dark Helmet is fucking hitting that guy in the nuts for the first yes. time. That look that he's giving is like, like he's trying not to to tear up, but he's tearing up because he's getting emotional over the, you know, how horrific that is. He's yeah. almost and, saying um, something. He's yeah, it's so, it's so good. He's so good because he can do so much with with like no vocals, right? No, no uh, dialogue, and he can carry a comic scene, which Rick Moranis can do, and I mean a lot of these other actors can normally do but maybe aren't as successful in this movie, I suppose. Yeah, like, well, um, I mean, no, sir, Bill I didn't Palmin's, see you playing with your dolls again. Bill Pullman's, <laughs> Bill Pullman's never been a comedian or anything. Like, I just don't think he's very funny as an actor. I mean, he usually plays much different roles. Yeah, and that, well, think that, his greatest role is the president in Independence Day. That's what you said, right? I said if that is <laughs> his best role ever, it's really bad. Like he's not a great not a actor. Or actually, this this probably is this would be his role. most. Yeah. No, yeah. this would be his worst. No, Independence Day is better. Than but his this. most famous, his most famous role. Yeah, no, Independence Day the best is made, movie. He, the best movie he was in. Yeah. Independence Day made way more money than this. It was like a smash box office. The best stuff. movie. <laughs> the best movie, Colin. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We're not talking about... Well, we haven't okay, talked about well, if it Titanic, holds up. Maybe it doesn't Titanic's hold up. the best movie then, Colin. Titanic's a great movie. Um, just, like, even Michael Winslow, like, who was so popular from the uh, Police Academy movies, like, he's even he's out of place in this with the sweeps, the cre- creeps, and the bleeps stuff. I just... It's because there's a lot of that stuff that is relevant only to the period. Unless yeah. he thought Michael Winslow was going to blow up for fucking 30 years. I don't know how without your whole gig is sound effects. And I love Michael Winslow. But I mean, he needed to find a different market and it wasn't happening. But Mel Brooks does this a bunch of times in this movie. He's got the Barbie twins. I mean, um, ah, fuck, you know, there's other stuff that I'm not thinking about right now. That is not just... Um, culturally of the time but like directly of the time like with those advertisements and stuff like that do you know what i mean so you're really capturing a year here and i feel like that does the movie a huge disservice because those comic opportunities don't have lasting power no ellie doesn't think there's anything funny about the bubblement twins or the doublement twins no uh joke right no she doesn't fucking get it. They're twins. Who gives a fuck? But back then, <laughs> twins were crazy. Yeah, that's all wacky and shit. Yeah, so, I mean, we grow and we change. But putting that kind of things, uh, those kind of jokes in your movie will will anchor a point in history. And I think that's where comedy suffers when you look at it 40 years down the road, 30 yeah, years. Yeah, no, t- 100% totally. A good example is the jam joke. So the the jam there's a lot of heavy-handed humor in this where they like have a joke and then they explain the joke and that one's one of the worst where he keeps he keeps like emphasizing the word jam and then he pulls the trigger and then the jam jar hits and when it hits on the top of the lid it says jam it's just like <laughs> like holy shit the jam. and then they yeah. T- yeah I mean it's just Raspberry. like can you explain this any like more to the audience like you can have some the jokes need it's better if there's some they're subtle a little bit more subtle with them they don't have to be so except well hard i I don't and when the only time that kind of does work is when um uh colonel sanders explains the plot of the movie to dark helmet like we're gonna go this and suck out all the air and then dark helmet turns to the screen breaks the fourth wall and is like everybody got that I laughed at that because that was a good fourth wall break. It worked in the movie. He delivers um, it so well too, though. Where Mor- Moranis sells all that. So yeah, he's so and I, good. I also like, I also liked when they uh, did the video cassette thing in the now. That was like a, that was like a mind fuck of a joke, and I was like, ha ha ha. But the Rocky stuff, like they had Rocky fourteen, and then they had another Rocky joke later on, and I'm like, 
it's just not hitting the way I think that you'd want it to 25 years later. Yeah, well, like the 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 whole um, space station alien chestburster is yeah. a speed bump to me. Yeah, and it's not that like like by itself as a skit, I like that scene. It's funny, but again, you're dating because you're expecting someone to have seen fucking Alien. Um, you're expecting someone to know who fucking uh, what's his name Hurt. Yeah. yeah, John Hurt. Who the fuck he is in and the relevance to that scene. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't explain it. It doesn't no. move the story forward. You get a, a little bit of a sex joke with his tail going up the girl's skirt. Yeah. Um, the, and then the, they're on their way again. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, it, it, and that's the problem with those jokes. The only reason you would ever use that, Brent's right, you're like, do we, the, in a script that I'm writing, I, I show that the scene that the people are watching in the movie so that the audience watching my movie can see the scene. And then I like do something with the scene later. You can't, yeah, you can't expect people to. If you're gonna do something like that, they should have shown. They should have shown it in Aliens and then shown it again. Do you know what I mean? That's the only way that would land. Or you should ever put that in a movie. Yeah. No, you have to set. You have to set up jokes that aren't like clearly understandable. Yeah, I mean, in the, at at the time that joke would have been more common. So, I mean, that's where we're doing the holdup thing clearly, right? Is yeah. the, the, the jokes that are uh, uh, timely uh, maybe don't... There's not a lot in here. As well. <laughs> don't time as well. There's a, the, like the there whole was... merchandising thing was like his rip on them not allowing him to merchandise. So he, there's a trivia where... Uh, Lucas said he wasn't. He could use whatever he wanted to make fun of his movies, but he wasn't allowed to merchandise off of his movie. So that was that's why there's like Spaceballs the placemat and Spaceballs the bedsheets. But like, I, I just don't think that joke's really funny anymore. It's throughout the whole movie, but like, um, I mean, merchandising oh, see, I is just that. common today. I didn't know that till recently. I read it in the trivia. I, yeah, I thought they were making fun of. The how much merchandise Star Wars put out. I thought they were saying like, "Look how fucking like stupid this is." No, he yeah. is. He is doing that for like, sure. Like, like right. now, I don't know if you guys have seen, but like, you go to the grocery store and there'll be like a bag of carrots or something with a fucking cartoon character on them. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, they they put this shit everywhere. Yeah, that's why that doesn't work anymore because like that's just become a part of our daily lives. And back then in '87, you know, like the whole thing of merchandising stuff was like funny. But now it's just like, yeah, of course you fucking merchandise. Everything is <laughs> merchandise, so it just doesn't work. Yeah, <clears throat> it's yeah. Just the not- only th- that merchandising scene is now kind of more famous because he's got Spaceballs the flamethrower, which was an inspiration for. Elon Musk and the what are they called the Boring Company? Yeah, they made that just like ludicrous speed like, with the, They sold who, thousands of units of it. Yeah, that's true. And then they and then the ludicrous a, speed in his cars too. Yeah, yeah. so like obviously he likes the movie. Tell me something about ludicrous speed when they go to plaid. Why is that funny? Yeah, me and John didn't I get think, that. I think just because <laughs> it's ridiculous, uh, but I really have no idea. Maybe there is some sort of um, relevant fucking space term joke there. Yeah. This is the first time that that anyone's ever said that too. John just turned to me and he goes, why is that funny? (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, where did they come up? I was like, where did they come up with that? Yeah, like, that's got to be something to that. Yeah. But we don't know what it is yeah. he's doing. <laughs> I I really do not know. I hope but I'm so. guessing a Google search could unveil all of our hopes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to know though. I don't want. It's, I'm scared. <laughs> scared of the answer. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm looking for it right now. Me too. They've gone. <laughs> you guys can't help yourselves. I am not. No, lucky. I gotta know. Uh, I, I would like to Plaid know. Is, Plaid, of course, refers to the end of the scene above. So when Spaceball One doesn't just leave the typical white star streak through space, it leaves a plaid trail instead. It was that face, and that's uh, blah blah blah. I still don't get it. 
explain it again. I, I think it. I think plaid refers to the end of the scene. I don't know what yeah. that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means at all. Yeah. Okay. Well, ludicrous. Okay. Well, on the on the wiki, the Spaceballs wiki, it says, "Ludicrous speed was a hyperspace speed considerably faster than light speed." While a ship was moving at ludicrous speed, a plaid pattern tunnel straight through space itself would be visible to all bystanders. Okay. So when they hit ludicrous speed, yeah, uh, I guess that plaid pattern becomes visible to all bystanders. Yeah, we, we see it in the movie. It goes right over yeah, their heads. But I'm yeah. guessing that's what that, what that is about, is just the visual... I don't know. I, I, I'm reading that as an excuse. <laughs> no, I know. I'm, fucking, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm judging trying. by your shit. I bet you, Mel, I, I know. I'll, I'll give you the explanation because it's happened to me. But then the next day someone tells me I'm an idiot or I notice. Like if you're like really high, you're really drunk and you're writing and you write something and you think it's fucking hilarious. And then the next day you read it and you're like, what does that mean? He never did the second part. <laughs> That's what happened. He wrote it when he was Could drunk be. or high. He thought it was hilarious. And then he just like left it. And no one questioned him. They're like, he's a genius. It's Mel Brooks. Yeah. Just put it in. <laughs> it's Plaid. Plaid's funny. Mel's funny. Um, <laughs> That's another funny joke. <clears throat> I like the joke where she's in her Mercedes with Dot Matrix and she's not listening to her. And then she takes off the hair earphones because it wasn't her hair. It was a set of earphones. That yeah, was funny. That, that was a good, always a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, just it's the too whole few desert and far between. Thing, me and John uh, was saying yeah. you could have cut this movie like twenty minutes. Like they should have landed in the in the desert, which is hilarious because there's barely anything to this movie. I know, I know, it's uh, short. They're but gonna you, they're gonna take her. He rescues her. They crash. Uh, they look for him there. He finds yogurt. They go up in battle. End of movie. So, yeah. so, but, but the whole desert thing, they crash land in the desert. Then it should have cut straight to them, like walking, carrying the girls and falling and passing out. And then the dinks find them. Like all that other shit with the hairdryer and then camping and the virginity alert and stuff could all have gone for me. Slash all that shit out. Let's get to the dinks. Let's get yeah. to yogurt. We don't. One of the dinks was the guy from uh, Bad Santa. You, I would have also oh. removed President Scoob yeah. from the whole thing. Like, no, no, really? President Scoob. Yeah, gone. He's gone. He's a waste of my time. We don't need him. We have two bad guys that are way better than him Sanders and Big Helmet. I never want to see that guy. Like, you're like, go back to those guys. So, cut him. Good, good. Mel Brooks could just be yogurt. I mean, this. I watched a movie the other day that was Roman Polanski made in 2012 with four amazing oh, actors. You stole it. And and the movie was an hour and 19 minutes long, and it was great. It was an hour and 19 minutes because Polanski edited it and kept all the good shit in and edited all the bad shit out. And it ended up being 119 minutes, and he released it. This movie is 18 minutes too long. This movie does he try saves, to follow. But he rapes. Yeah, uh, this movie does try to follow like a, a a more regular movie structure with all the silliness, and it might have been better to to speed some things along and sacrifice some of the gags to get us there. Like, is there anything even though it's gag not that good long with movie. President Scrooge or whatever Scrooge? There's like nothing funny about Scrooge. Gone. Uh, Sorry, Mel. His butt turns around, but I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah, he scratches um, his body as the Perry Air, which is his just his his such suitcase coat is the same as the cut that shit. He's gone. Yeah, you no, could edit the right. president you're out. Right. Done. Yeah. Sh- same thing in Star desert. Wars. You don't fucking need the Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> there should have been more politics in this. Yeah, space <laughs> politics. <laughs> Spaceball. There should have been a senator. The Federation is putting up a blockade of Spaceball One. Uh, Alert the assholes. Yeah. Uh, shit. The ending's good. This isn't I going guess. well for Spaceballs. No, it's not. Like, what's the whole thing with him being a <laughs> prince and shit too? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's. 
it's the way that shit all is. The same with Star Wars, right? Oh, you're a prince. But Han like wasn't a prince. prince. Han wasn't a prince. The short, short version. Deal? Yes. Deal? Yes. Good. You're married. Kiss her. Yeah. I do like I that. I guess the story's not the same. He could have just said, like, you don't have to be a prince to marry her if you love her. That would have been a better lesson. It's kind of a weird lesson. <laughs> it's like, you have to be a prince to marry her. Looks to make lessons. <laughs> there's no themes no. in this, then. All right. <laughs> What's the theme? I think the the theme is is purely parody. I think that's what it is most times. They they poke fun at racism. I think Mel Brooks like um, clearly tries to take the piss out of some racism, um, yeah. like he usually does. Right, turning a, a spotlight on it. Mm-hmm. I think he does it better than. Um, what the fuck did we watch that was so racist? Airplane. Airplane. Right? Airplane, I still think, is just making racist jokes. Um, I maintain that Harold and Kumar and that this um, make jokes about racism. Um, so I don't find that to be a speed bump in this movie. But I do agree with Colin that a lot of the Jewish jokes... Like, I kind of feel like that was big in media when we were young it was always jewish jokes comics were making like a jewish comics especially right um tv woody movies. allen woody allen movies had woody all of allen it. Yeah. yeah like there, there was a very um a very large presence i guess of that culture represented maybe just with the media we were taking in but it certainly felt like it was around right it was the way yeah. they were fighting it was their way billy of, crystal guys like that they yeah, led into it it's their way of was their way of fighting anti-semitism was by making movies that like took the piss out of it that was their well, that's blazing saddles a hundred percent yeah no blazing saddles too well, I but believe like, it to be blazing saddles but but mel brooks's whole thing was doing that and the problem with his whole thing doing that is that it was very timely and uh, although there's some fucked up shit going on right now, but but it was very timely, and it do, I don't think that humor does hold up because of because he was doing it for a very specific time period, and it's not really it doesn't really work anymore that that humor that he's doing. We've moved on. It's like people the way that people used to deal with gay characters and stuff. Like that's you don't need to do that anymore. So now when you go back and look at it. it feels cheaper forced or, yeah yeah exactly forced is a good word yeah speaking of not making sense talk to me about this conundrum if the schwartz <laughs> ring is useless and was found in a box of cracker jacks then why a when the statue falls on barf's foot does uh yogurt have to take the ring back before he uh schwartzes it off and b how would they use their lightsaber weapons without that without a crackerjack ring? Will any ring do? Discuss. I believe the following. <laughs> uh, yogurt okay. had to put the ring on because he's yogurt. He's fucking brilliant, and he knows that he's got to keep up the, you know, the trick, right? The charade. If he doesn't, questions will be asked, right? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we need that charade to keep going. Hmm. Uh, second part, right? Yeah. Second part was about the the laser thingers. Yeah, the lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. <laughs> 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 I I can't figure that one out either because I keep thinking like maybe because I have a third part for your question. Then yes. Why does Dark Helmet have a ring? Oh. Did someone also deceive him into thinking that it's necessary, or is the dark side of the fucking Schwartz, um. It, is that necessary to have a tool? It's tied to, to the ring, yeah. Evil. He also, got the upside, I got the downside. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's the other thing too is like when Yogurt says he doesn't need a ring and like he could just use the shit, like, but the other guy still has like a lightsaber. So like, sure, I can like grab some things and stuff, but he if he walks over and slashes at me, like I kind of do need that ring. So like, I think you're wrong, yeah. Yogurt. I think you're like way wrong. <laughs> Because if he didn't do the um, ball shoot or whatever, then and then he like walked over to him, what was he gonna do with his lightsaber? Yeah. He just force push him away. He's got the Schwartz. I guess. Oh, yeah, come hit true. me with your fucking little sword. Boop. Uh, boop can't get close. Boop. 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 Oh. 
Um, why did Lone Star turn down the money at the end? Did that seem out of character? Yes. To you? <laughs> yes, it did. Like they're it, like it's they a were. That was going to be now. Like, they were going to be millionaires, and they're like, nah. We're not going to take it. I would have bypassed the money, money if I was marrying Vespa, but if I was just leaving and it was a job well done and I actually saved the whole fucking planet, not just his daughter, you're damn right I would have taken the million space bucks. Fuck yes. Especially since uh, Pizza the Hut had died and I don't owe anyone that million. So that, that seemed a little a little strange. And, you know, it didn't matter. <laughs> I guess except when she's told that he, that he didn't take it, but whatever. Yeah, that's the what, what did she, then she would think he was fucking crazy. I wouldn't want any, I wouldn't want to be with anyone who's that stupid. You would take the money? That's a red <laughs> flag. The question is, did he stop to buy those prince clothes or once he found out he was a prince, <laughs> did he transform? Yeah, he shaved and put on some makeup. Where did he get those No, Brent's right. Did those magically go on him? Like where would you yeah. go where like he was in a hurry? He doesn't have time to go yeah, he's shopping. Like, oh, they're getting married straight to the mall. Well, uh, Dark <laughs> yeah. Helmet did make himself look like um, Dick Van Patten in a King's outfit. So I guess maybe it was just an illusion. And then he was going to, it would wear off. And then he'd be all unshaven and dirty again. He'd be like, uh, barf. It's better if he comes, shows up unshaven and like the way he usually looks as the prince, anyways. It's stupid that he comes and looks like in his princely gown or whatever. Yeah, he's like, I'm a prince. You liked me when I was fucking crappy, so like me still. I'm just a prince now. Yeah, I got my title now. Get the dress dress to your expectations, princess. (laughs) No, Brent's right. That's silly. My fucking weird new pantsuit. Did you guys appreciate the cameos from Stephen Tobolski, who is Werner Brandis and what should we call it from... Uh, Groundhog oh. Day and Rick Ducommon, who yeah, is he's fucking um, Ned. Needle Nose Ned. Needle Nose Ned, Ned the Head. I think what I'm hearing though, and I'll go first because it's been a while, but like this is not a good movie. If you made a movie just about <laughs> Rick Moranis, if you made a movie just about Rick Moranis and and uh, Weiner, Weiner, uh, George Weiner, I'm learning his name because he's brilliant. These two alone, if you if, fuck everybody else, just make a movie about them as the captain of this spaceship, I'd watch it. But the rest of this is like a lot of it is just not good. Like when those two are together, the movie shines. And other than that, it, it's got a real problems. And the ending that's is odd. bad. Yeah, it's so odd that that's the yeah. the most enticing part, and that's not the focus of the movie. And the assholes and everybody on the bridge. There's some great like little bits by some of those people. Like the assholes are later on. There's that guy that he gets the Vulcan neck thing. That guy's a great actor. He's mm-hmm. like, no, it's stupid. It's down here. And he's like, <laughs> that guy's great. Like those guys are better yeah. than Pullman. Those people. He he yeah. stole that scene from Pullman. <laughs> he was an extra, basically. There's a, there's a, there's so there's another weird part in this movie when he and Darth Dark Helmet are fighting, and um, Bill Pullman goes down on the ground to get his ring, but it's fallen through the gate, and then he gets up and he moves back and he turns around, and and Darth Helmet's about to start shooting shooting his laser at him, but when the actor gets up off the ground and runs back and turns around, it's not Bill Pullman. It's a stunt actor or whatever. Yeah, and I, mean, I don't John know why this. they didn't have Bill Pullman get up off the ground and run back. Like, obviously, when the guy kick flips off the bed, that's not going to be Pullman. But that's like a cut, and then that happens. So why the fuck was it the actor getting up off the ground? And it's so obviously Bill, Bill not him. Bill Pullman, a little-known fact, has uh, he has quick-onset vertigo, uh, which means that he can't actually physically do that because when he gets up... He gets real silly dizzy. He barfs. That's a complete lie, by the way. Yeah, but I think what happened, well John. John actually you. said, called out what probably really happened was they wanted a they wanted a shot of Pullman getting up from trying to get the ring through the grate, and he had went home for the night, and they were never going to reshoot at that location again, and they were going to have to tear it down and put up a new one the next day. So they're like, well, "We'll just get a stunt double to do like." 
the the fucking pickup shot, and then we'll stick it in there, and no one will notice. That must the have been was just wow. not even the stunt man went home, and it's just like Jerry, the lighting guy. Like, Jerry, <laughs> yeah. put this fucking jacket on, and, and this, this wig. Yeah. Put this wig on. He had the this wig. wig on and this <laughs> jacket. He did. When you you go back and look at it, it's right when he drops the ring through the grate, and then it cuts to him trying to get it, and then he stands up and turns around to face helmet, and it is not yeah. Pullman, and it is not a That's joke funny. either. I, I never. I had never seen that. And it's, it's a so, really it's bad so, wig. The wig looks like it, it, it was not made for the person who's wearing it. So Brent's right. They just used like the script supervisor or something. <laughs> and they put a wig on him. <laughs> and the clothes. Oh, no. like, we spent we spent too much on miniatures. <laughs> yeah, get that guy. I, I'll, I'll go, go next. Go. Um, Colin, you're crazy. <laughs> What? But not about this. <laughs> oh, I was going to say. This movie, uh, unfortunately, I mean, it just doesn't hold up. It's I enjoy it because it's nostalgic. And it's one of those ones that's, unfortunately, the nostalgia doesn't save the honest truth of it, which is unfortunately just that it's, it's, it's not there anymore. And that's a bummer. Um, but... I still have fond memories of it, and I consider how long I got out of this movie. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, twenty five yeah. years. I mean, not a good run. Yeah, no. I spent a lot of time with this movie, uh, enjoying it for one reason or another. I think one of the problems I have with this movie now is that I've just seen it too much, and th- the jokes are never going to hit me in the way that it does. So, um, yeah, it doesn't hold up. I mean, there's no, there's not even a question. This is like not a great movie anymore. Um, it just doesn't have enough laughs per minute to keep it going. It it tries to get serious and then throw in some like real stuff here. And what am I supposed to feel happy they get together by the end? It's just like fuck that. It like show me more craziness. And 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 Colin's absolutely right. And Brent confirmed. It's Dark Helmet and Colonel Sanders are the money for this movie, and it would have been <laughs> better served with them as the main guys with only some mild flashes of everything else going on. I don't even know if it would have held up then, though, because I don't think you could make a whole movie about... about nah, maybe you could about Dark Helmet. Maybe you could have done a Dark Helmet origin story. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I just, I just this bumbling guy. Like, yeah. I disagree with your, your, your excuse for it, saying you've seen it too much time and the jokes aren't fun anymore, because there are funny jokes in this movie. Like, the yeah. all of the ludicrous speed stuff, I've seen it a million times, and it still works. And him yeah. flying into the thing, and Brent said with his broken, his one glass is broken. He's like, hey, hey, guys, or whatever. What's going on? Are we stopped? All that shit's brilliant. <laughs> Like, so yeah. the jokes in this that are good are they've just held up. But there's just, like you yeah. said, yeah, too, they're too few of them. That's a great way to put it, actually. When it when it's good, this movie is really good. Um, but unfortunately, when it's not, it's just not good. <laughs> it's really and not. There's probably more of that. Oh, way more. And I mean, and I mean way this movie's more. not a long movie, but it's too long. Yeah, it like for a ninety-six minute movie. Yes, it should have been like an hour ten, maybe, and you tighten it up, and maybe we're maybe we're having a different discussion. But the that's things you gotta I, cut. I mean, Jesus. That's why I can't believe that this movie that that uh, like I just watched is an hour and nineteen, and it was released in two thousand twelve. It's got Christopher Waltz, John C. Riley in his best performance ever, Kate Winslet, and Jodie Foster. They're, they're the only four actors in the movie. They're it's a it's they're in a, the same apartment or room the whole movie the whole hour and nineteen minutes. For and it's, whatever you do, don't say what it's called. It's called Carnage, and it's on Tubi. Fuck, and it's on Tubi, and and um, I don't like the ending, but the rest of the movie is great, and the ending does not ruin it because the performances are so good. Like Kate Winslet is doing something she's never done before. John C. Riley plays yeah. a serious role, and it's a comedy too. He so plays like, a shitload of serious roles. You make a big statement when you say his best role ever. But no, but we he, talked about this just three. You're weeks right, ago, but he that rides guy has a ton of fucking cred. He yeah. rides comedy and serious in this, like all of them do, because it is a, it's a dramedy. 
Um, but they all ride that line. And Waltz, I mean, Christopher Waltz is just great in everything. So He's I mean. great. I'm not a Kate Winslet fan, so I'd be curious to watch. And Jodie Foster yeah. is in it. And Jodie Foster is excellent as well. Wow. I do love Yeah, Sansa Lambs, baby. Anyway, so, yeah, this Mel movie Brooks. should be an hour and ten. John's right. An hour and ten, and this could have been something. Yeah. The, he was talking like as early as like around 2010 or 2013, Mel Brooks was like about sequels for this. And I'm like, oh, my God. I don't think you do that. Just to do another space spoof movie if you want to, but not Mel Brooks and definitely not Spaceballs 2. And don't put the search for more money. Anything. Yeah, they tried <laughs> to get so much, they tried to get Tom Cruise and Tom Hanks and James Caan for uh, the role of Lone Star, and none of them wanted to do it. So they got Mister Unknown at the time, Mister Pullman, and he sucked. Huh. All right, well. Um, <laughs> Then let's move along. We're doing another Wait, just Mel so Brooks next week. It goes week. to show how much worse that Daphne, Princess Vespa, was. Pullman is so bad, and she makes him look good. <laughs> That's how bad yeah. she was. But anyways, continue, yeah. Johnny, with the next one. He shot my hair. Uh, so we're doing another Mel Brooks <laughs> yeah. next week, and maybe his most one of his most famous, Blazing Saddles. I mean, that has to be... Oh yeah, like Young Frankenstein put him on the map, but I think Blazing Saddles his biggest, is it not for Mel Brooks? I yeah, well I would have said Spaceballs probably, but then Blazing Saddles I think, mm. and then, Blazing Saddles I think was the one that that put him on top. Okay, yeah. okay, well that'll Agreed. be interesting. I've not seen Blazing Saddles a ton, like maybe twice in my life, um, and so well, I'm, I've seen it once. Yeah, so I'm going into this one with open eyes, but they're going to be wide open after the aberration that is Spaceballs. It just might not get there. Uh, and then uh, following that, we're going to get into Mr. Dennis Leary with The Ref and then finish off with, uh, we started this month with a stoner comedy. We're going to finish it with a stoner comedy in Your Highness. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys The Ref. I've seen The Ref quite a bit, and I think The Ref's going to hold up. That one I'm sure of. Blazing Saddles, I don't know. But I have a really good feeling about all of the performances. Spacey, uh, Leary, um, all of the side characters in that are like people you're going to recognize, the family members and stuff. I'm, I'm excited about the ref for sure. Good Christmas yeah, pick. I, I'm excited Christmas. for it. I don't, I don't really have a, a call on it, though. It's been so long. I'm You've been watching Rescue Me again, Dennis though. Leary uh, John has, so... Yeah, I'm, f- I'm, f- I'm pretty sure there's going to be at least a couple of scenes with Dennis Leary like smoking a cigarette like crazy talking about wacky shit. Yeah, and um, he says the F word about too much. Can we do Dennis Leary January? Sure. <laughs> we can try. How much is going to I really want to do Judgment Night and I oh really want to do Suicide Kings. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm down for more Dennis Leary. Let's go. Yeah, me too. I'll do Dennis Leary week or month. I'm an asshole. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I love that. I've right, listened folks. to that recently. Still, is still good. The lyrics and the uh, tune. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> there's a line in that fucking song. Yes, I know. Got me so fucking bad when I first heard it, and if I think about it now. It still gets me. Is that handicapped people? Not gonna, yes, <laughs> okay. yes. I, I know the line. We'll Sometimes talk about it after the show. Well, well handicapped people. Watch handicapped people make handicapped faces. faces. Yes, <laughs> yes. I was going to say let's do it after the show, but Jesus Brent wanted to do it. Christ. Brent wanted to do it on the show, so he did it. You did it. Uh, Why? Are you going to wait two weeks just to talk about that record? No, I thought we just cut <laughs> cut it and then talk about it off air. But we can still edit it oh, out. No, no. <laughs> cut that. There's nothing I'm not saying it. put There's it no, out it there. There's lyrics from a song. It's you can, funny. You can cut that. I don't think that I will. Uh, <laughs> so that's our December lineup, folks. Uh, hopefully it gets better from here because uh, Harold and Kumar was almost good enough. Two out of three with a thumbs up there. But Spaceballs with a big three balls down uh and Spaceballs too bad as ba- good as harold and kumar <laughs> no i'd rather watch harold and kumar than Spaceballs again for sure well yeah. maybe except but... for the end except for the end but anyway but that's like 25 better, minutes yeah there's there's Stop. better out there for comedies both of the uh, parody and of the stoner class um yeah we may not 
We may not find them this month. But they are. <laughs> we'll find we them. We may have done them in our 200 and something episodes <laughs> previous to this one. So, folks, there it is. Uh, Mel Brooks, you're on the questionable block now. Don't fall into the Stanley Kubrick uh, realm because he's just not done well in this podcast. Yeah, Mel Brooks, so you don't want to be either. a Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> no, <laughs> whoever thought that would be said. That makes no sense, but there it is. <laughs> don't like either of them. Uh, so we'll be back we're not going in the episodes. same class we're classing those guys together <laughs> no, don't say we don't say we no, have that Kubrick this show. nonsense on Sorry, me this show. don't you put that evil on me <laughs> <laughs> alright folks we'll be back at you next week with Blazing Saddles thanks for coming over for this one we'll see you then and until that moment enjoy your shit Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.